I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello there, BKFK listeners. In this, the second part of Jack the Giant Slayer, we are joined by... My name is David Nam. I'm seven years old. I really like baseball and family time, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Let's get on with the story. Jack the Giant Slayer, part two. earning a reputation as a brave giant catcher. He had defeated three fearsome giants, not with his swords and armor, but with his cleverness and trickery. The next giant on his list was the Welsh giant, who was a terror to the good people of Wales. Everyone knew where he lived and avoided going anywhere near him. But Jack did the complete opposite. He went straight to the giant's huge house and knocked on the door. The Welsh giant opened the door and looked down at Jack, who said, Good day to you, kind giant. I am a lost traveler looking for shelter for the night. Now the giant had heard rumors of giant slayers so although he would have loved to capture Jack there and then, he decided to lay a trap of his own. Well, of course, young man, said the Welsh giant. Come inside. I will give you a warm meal and a place to sleep. Jack ate in the giant's kitchen. The giant said very little but just stared at Jack while occasionally drooling on his collar. Jack pretended not to notice. Thank you, kind giant, said Jack. I would now like to rest my weary head. So the giant showed Jack to his room and left him alone, closing the door behind him. Jack listened at the door and heard the giant saying to himself, The stupid young man lies in his bed. If only he knew, he'll soon be dead. Jack searched around the room and soon found a large thick bundle of wood. He laid it in the bed and covered it with the blanket. It looked like he was sleeping in the bed. Then he hid himself in a dark corner of the room. At midnight, the giant entered the room with a huge wooden club in his hand. He then viciously smashed the bed again and again. Mm. 
and then went back to his own room thinking that that was the end of Jack. morning, Jack walked into the giant's kitchen with a cheerful smile to thank him for his hospitality. The giant was shocked when he saw him and began to stammer out, Oh, dear me, is, is it you? Uh, how did you sleep last night? Did you, did you hear or see anything in the middle of the night? Not much, said Jack carelessly. A rat, I believe gave me three or four slaps with his tail. It disturbed me a little, but I soon went to sleep again. The giant was amazed, but he did not answer a word. He went to bring two huge bowls of porridge for their breakfast. Jack wanted to make the giant believe that he could eat as much as himself. So he came up with a clever plan. He put a leather bag inside his coat and slipped the porridge into this bag while he pretended to put it in his mouth while making loud eating noises. <clears throat> the giant's jaw dropped in awe. May I have another bowl, please? asked Jack. So the giant disappeared and reappeared with two more huge bowls of porridge. Again, Jack made a great show of eating all the porridge. The Welsh giant tried to keep up. But he was getting rather full. And one more bowl, please asked Jack. The giant, who was getting very full now, staggered to the kitchen for another two monumental bowls of porridge. When he came back, he groaned as he sat down. His tummy was getting dangerously full. Again, Jack pretended to wolf the food down. The giant did his best to keep up with Jack. He was eating slower and slower and his face was looking rather green. Uh, I can't. He said, I can't anymore. Jack got up and stood next to the giant. Oh, come now, it's almost finished. He said, picking up the giant's spoon. Now open wide. He said, feeding the giant more porridge. Sweat was pouring down the giant's face as he swallowed the next spoon of porridge. Jack scraped the last of the porridge off the sides of the bowl and held the spoon in front of the giant's mouth. Just one more. There's a good giant. And in went the spoon. The giant looked like he was going to be sick but managed to swallow the porridge. He then fell back in his chair, clutching his tummy and let off a terrible belch. The belch was so powerful that he collapsed on the floor. 
He was so stuffed with food that he was unable to move. Jack quickly tied up the giant and set off for the nearby village. Oh, how they cheered when they heard that the giant was defeated. And how they laughed when they heard the story of how Jack had done it. Jack the Giant Slayer. Jack the Hero. Jack had defeated every giant in the land. Every giant? Not quite. There was one more. The fiercest of them all. The giant Gilligantus. But that will have to wait for the final episode of the history of Jack the Giant Slayer. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.